Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers Podcast as usual, I'm your host, that's TDD NFL and lol. Uh, the Bears still suck, it's official, uh, the, the news is in. Look, we beat the Bears tonight and it's absolutely fantastic. What time is it now? It's quarter to one in the morning um, and I just had to get on and just give the instant reacts because that's the way the planet is now, instant reacts. But I just wanted to get on and talk to you, you know, because um, I feel like I know I'm sitting here in the in the studio on my own, but I just feel like we're connecting, you know, we're vibing like, you know, Um. But yeah, my God, here we go. The, l- let's not overreact, is what I would say. Um, but look, I wanted to get on and just talk about the game. Talk about the beginning of the Jordan Love era. Because I know when you see a game or you see a Formula One race or you see something, you kind of want to be like, what did what did, you, what did everyone else think of it? Can we get on? Can I talk? Can I, can I relive this moment? And I wonder, is there any fans out there, probably not on my side of the pond, but certainly in the US, who just would stick this podcast on now. Um, because I, I see a, a girl online summed it up brilliantly. She says, you know, her boyfriend watches, he listens to podcasts previewing the game. Then he watches the game and then he listens to podcasts talking about the game again. You know, that's what sports fans do. You know, it's not only her fella, it's everybody. Um, But from the very beginning, this game was kind of special. You know, because Erin Andrews was on and she was talking about Jordan Love came out into Soldier Field, took a deep breath to sort of take it all in and calm himself down. And then the camera cuts to Matt LaFleur and he's hugging Jordan Love. And just my heart rate, I don't know about you, but my heart rate was through the roof. I mean, I didn't have an Apple Watch on. I didn't need to. Um, You know, I could. I didn't have any machinery on, but I could still hear hospital beepers going behind me because it was just... The anticipation and the nerves of it all and the performances in preseason, the fact that we really wanted to work out well. But the thing is, is the amount of absolute shenanigans and nonsense uh, that came out of the Bears fans before this game was something else. Like I said, look, the Packers had everything to lose in this game. And when you think about it, right, Jordan Love has to come in and got to follow Aaron Rodgers, which was... Since he was drafted, the chirps and everything that came out. And I'm not saying that, oh, he's come in, he's proved himself, that's it now. He can, on, on and upwards we go. Uh, what I'm saying is, is that the pressure without even stepping on the field was unbelievable. And not only now. It was when he was drafted. Is he good enough? What are his stats? Can he take over? No, he won't. Oh, he's rubbish. What's training camp? Interceptions in preseason. Oh my God, what a mistake. And I've got so many receipts Right, And I wouldn't usually go down the receipt road, but from that time to see what people were saying and then also the Bears fans on the lead in to this game. And I put a couple of them out on social media a couple of minutes ago, just right after the game. And it's receipts part one, two and three, because we got tagged in this and so much so that I muted the conversation because it was such a lot of balls. But as I said in the preview show, this was seen as Rodgers has left now. He's the only reason that the Packers could beat the Bears. So, yay, it swung in our favor again. Now, was that possible? Yes. But from the evidence, when you look at it, and this could all go tits up later in the season, but when you look at it, you know, you've still got Matt LaFleur, you've still got the defense, we've still got players like Aaron Jones, and all of that rang true in this game. 
Now, what I found was um, to sort of take a high level view, because what I do is if, if you if anyone cares about the insight into how I, I do the game, I'll sit down and I'll, I'll write out all the plays that happen. And then I'll write a narrative around it because sometimes you can look into the stats and you see Aaron Jones runs for whatever or the Guara is invisible again when they're not. Uh, so, for instance, Enigbare uh, tipped the ball on one of them and then they end up getting a field goal. You know, it's little things like that that Enigbare really showed himself on tape. The Guara for me, I think, was fantastic tonight. Um, I think that there was, you know, they bring him in on this sort of, you know, jumbo package. They bring all the tight ends in and he'd lead the way for... Aaron Jones. So when the Packers got on offense um, in their first possession, you know, Jones, it looked ominous. I won't lie. I mean, first play of the game, Jones trips up and doesn't go anywhere. Uh, second and 10, uh, it's a zone read option and it's a flick to Jaden Reed and then it's a three yard loss. And then after that, it's third and 13 and then he zings a pass to. Romeo Dobbs, who became the hero on the night as well. Absolutely fantastic chemistry. But one of the things that I noticed was is that when you look at all the plays that were made by the Bears on defense, it seemed to come down to those big names that they got in. TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds and Yannick Ngakwe. And, you know, so to me, it looked like the thing that we can't forget as well is that between all the chirping that the Bears fans were doing, is that this was the worst team in football last year. Um, and we still went into the Bears stadium as underdogs, which makes sense, I guess, uh, because you've got a change in quarterback. Uh, you know, that has its problems. You're going into their stadium, which is noisy. Uh, they've upgraded their defense. Like, and you'd sort of, they're probably thinking to themselves, well, it can't be any worse than last year, right? So, I just don't think it can be understated what Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur did in this game. Um, Jordan Love's stats, again, were absolutely sensational for what it was. And again, not to, and I'm sort of leafing through my notes here, is not to over-egg what he did. But on third and fourth downs, he was 7 of 9 for 129 yards, two touchdowns and a perfect passer rating. Um, that masks over things. And we spoke about this in the Aaron Rodgers era you know, is that you can look at the stats and, you know, you can focus on third down efficiency and go, oh, amazing. But then you kind of lose the fact that first and second down were garbage. And that's happened before with the Packers, um, where there wasn't a whole lot doing on first and second down. So on third and long, that Rodgers would have to pull stuff out of his rear end uh, to try pull the team back into contention. So, yes, the stats look great in that regard. But... The, the real thing that stood out was, was the first drive was fantastic. And that was because Aaron Jones was involved heavily. Um, and then after that, they kind of... Because we all know that the first possession of the game is always scripted. So that scripted portion was absolutely on the money. And in fact, on the preview show, that's what we identified. Um, they played the Bears in week two and week 13 last year. And week 13 was a dismal game from Aaron Rodgers and it was kind of dodgy up until the fourth quarter. But in week two, after week one, they hadn't got Jones involved enough and they promised to make that happen. Um, and they did in week two last year and it ended up resulting in all of that success. The same exact same thing happened in this game. The exact same. Um, and it sort of stands to reason that you put up a high score 
well, then it starts to scupper the Bears' game plan and they can't do what they want to do. Justin Fields is a running quarterback and they're trying to get away from that. Um, but they they can't because that's his skill set. But what really stymies him then is, is that when you put up a big lead, he can't run himself out of danger, but that's his natural inclination. But let's have a look at Aaron Jones' numbers. Rushing, nine carries for 41 yards and one touchdown for a 4.6 average. His long was nine. Then for receiving, he had four targets, two receptions for 86 yards with a 43-yard average. So he got that touchdown there, which was just absolutely heroic for a long of 51. Um, So just, and then, you know, he pulls his hammy going in for that touchdown. So unbelievable performance from Aaron Jones and you would look at that and there's a couple of different ways I think he can skin it is that you'd look at it and say oh well you know Aaron Rodgers or no Aaron Rodgers kind of leaned on Aaron Jones to get the job done but it was known and LaFleur had said it at halftime to the reporters that he was kind of going to try you know there was no rhythm there he was going to try to get the rhythm going for Jordan Love and it certainly seemed that way but it did seem like the Packers sort of were disjointed but we've look. It's it's pretty incredible actually, because when you look at the talking points that were there last season uh, and the season before, is that you go well the the offense is disjointed a little bit, um, but they're still putting up monster scores, and this game ended thirty eight twenty to the Packers, and that flatters the Bears because you know one of those touchdowns that they got came in garbage time, and in fact garbage time started for the Packers uh, about two or three minutes into the fourth quarter which is pretty incredible. But Jordan Love was 15 of 27 on the night for 245 yards, three touchdowns and 123.2 passer rating. Now there was a couple of graphics and they put him up against Aaron Rodgers and they showed that in his game, he had a higher passer rating. Now, it that looks amazing and you'd want to delve into it, but you'd really have to go back and see, you know, what the stuff was in the games. Another standout performance, Romeo Dobbs, there's no doubt there that there's chemistry with this guy. And Romeo Dobbs was even performing last year with Aaron Rodgers. Romeo Dobbs is a fantastic football player. Five targets. He brings in four of them for 26 yards and two touchdowns. Again, what does that mean? It means that the, the yardage is low, but he's where he exactly where he needs to be um, to get that play. Musgrave. There was going to be big eyes on Musgrave because of Musgrave and Kraft, the two tight ends. Musgrave was the one who sort of you know, made himself known in the preseason. And we see Musgrave comes in with that long of 37 where the play breaks down. The ball is sort of fumbled on the snap. Love swings around and throws a dart. Now, it was a broken play. And when I looked at it initially, I thought, wow, like this is just absolute madness. I mean, it's just fumbles and it's long throws and it's reception. And when that ball was in the air to Musgrave and the comms picked up on it, there was always this kind of feeling that he was going to drop it um, because it was just in the air. It seemed like it was in the air for so long and Musgrave was kind of backpedaling as he was going for the ball. Uh, so just what a spectacle. And there was, and then straight after that then, it was the touchdown. So it just seemed like, to me anyway, that there was elements of like Favre and Rodgers. And I said that right and some killjoy on social media was like, oh, calm down, mate. You know, like chill, take a chill pill. It wasn't Chad this time. Um, but... You know, it just sort of stank of this bit of manicness and all of that. And obviously that comes from the naivete of Jordan Love, word of the podcast. Um, 
but it also just comes from you know just making plays happen where they are and that was a busted coverage by the Bears now at the end of it all right and when you look at it you're kind of like are the Packers that good are the Bears that bad and to be honest with you it's probably summer shooting down the middle because as the game got later on uh, the Packers started to force mistakes but it seems like there was an awful lot left on the field for both teams. And when you look at the likes of Rasha and Gary, so Rasha and Gary was on a pitch count uh, because he's coming back and rehabbing that injury and everything else. So, um, you know, the comms identified that he was coming into the game on third down and he was a game wrecker. Absolute game wrecker. He was, if he wasn't sacking the quarterback, he was trying to sack the quarterback. Um, he was trying to tap the ball down. Just really incredible stuff. Um, and... You know, could the Packers have done better? Yeah, there was a couple of those possessions that the Bears went on that I remarked it was just too easy, you know. And then that two-point conversion they got, far too easy. Um, And there was more of a game, you know, like, oh, the game's on now. So, but there was other absolute highlights for me. Out of a small sample size, I think Daniel Whelan for punting uh, did fantastic. For, you know, 68 long, he's, you know, a couple of them went in and out the end zone. Um, for touchbacks, two of them did, and he got one within the 20. Uh, Anders Carlson was asked to kick a 52-yarder and absolutely split the uprights. And, you know, that guy could have hit it from the... He could have set up the tee in the car park. He could have stepped out of his car, set up the tee, and smacked that thing over the stadium and split the goalposts. Unbelievable performance. And the extra points, which we saw him miss in the preseason, he went 5-for-5, five five, uh, which is fantastic as well. Quay Walker... Another one, this sort of, you know, big uh, guy coming in the draft in the first round and just all eyes are on him and can he fix up his attitude and all this kind of stuff. And then he ends up getting a pick six and running it back 42 yards for the touchdown. Just incredible stuff. Now, he ended up being injured on that play, got a head injury and went off. Um, and again, look, all eyes again are on um, Aaron Jones because he went over and grabbed his hammy. Didn't look good, but he stayed on the sidelines and we put it out current mood because the camera went over and then there he is hamming it up, throwing up the V for victory signs, um, just lying on the ground doing his thing. Um, so look, just did we get what we needed to get? Absolutely, we got it. I feel that Jordan Love played a fantastic game. Aaron Jones, our strongest player, played a fantastic game. Um, Romeo Dubs. And Jaden Reed, very impressed with him. Samori Torre as well, targeted three times, pulled in two of them. Um, he was there as well. So, you know, from some of these players that had... Because look, we went into Soldier Field. It was Jordan Love's first game. He's taking deep breaths. He's trying to scramble around pre-game because he tried to stick his mother up in the, the nosebleed seats. And the story came out that he worked with uh, Justin Fields because they share an agent. And they were able to hook up his mother tickets on the 50-yard line, uh, which I thought was classy. So they, they bring her down. and It was great to see her sort of cheering away um, up there in the stands as well. But again, the talking points were get Jones the ball more. They did and they won. And it's just sort of akin to what happened in the, in the games prior. It brings the Packers winning streak over the Bears to nine wins, which is just incredible. But... As a game and as a first game in the Jordan Love era, did this go as we expected it to go? I think we can be very, very happy with this. And of course, that's obvious, right? Because we win 28 or 38-20. But I just think that Jordan Love's stat line looks great. Uh, the defense looked strong for most of the game. Yes, there was some brain fart moments. 
there was a period there where the missed tackles were atrocious. Um, but I think on the whole, all in all, on the whole, um, I think it was fantastic. Very, very good. Um, it was on the defensive stand. Another one that I actually must mention, actually I have written down here, Darnell Savage. Take a bow, son. I mean, I just found that uh, he had a fantastic game. Ten total tackles, five solo, uh, and one tackle for a loss. I thought he was brilliant on the night. Uh, Rudy Ford, I can't say the same for him. Um, I saw some real brain fart sort of stuff coming out of him. But again, we won't be too harsh with him. Could there have been improvements there? Uh, yeah, there could have been. Um, but I don't think there was that major there, particularly when you think of Jordan Love coming in and, and doing what he did in Soldier Field. Like there was points there where you could you could hear the noise of the stadium. So look, if the Packers compete the Bears at home 38-20 and the Bears might go on and have a dismal season and, and that's very possible because we all know the Bears suck. Um, but hopefully we get that rhythm in offense. And like I was sort of alluding to in the preview show was that, look, all we really need is for Jordan Love to come in and, and slowly gear up and develop uh, as the season goes on, get more comfortable. Um, and then also for the likes of Matt LaFleur's play calling to settle in. And it's amazing to think that we were without Christian Watson in this game. But I just thought, look, we did what we needed to do because we came up against the Chicago Bears defense that was revamped. Um, and the proof is in the pudding here, right? So TJ Edwards was a big signing, a linebacker. He had 14 total tackles, the most on the team, six solo. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds was signed again by the Bears. He was second on that list uh, for defenders. Yannick Ngakwe ended up being fifth, I think, on the list. Um, so they brought in these players to make an impact on defense and to try stop uh, the sort of dismal performance that they had last year. And it worked. Their big money signings ended up stepping up to the plate um, and making a, a good old college try of it. Um, now, when you look at receiving and you look at rushing and what did we give up? Justin Fields, we gave up 6.6 yards uh, per average, but again... You really have to dig into the numbers there to see an awful lot of this stuff was, was garbage time. Khalil Herbert, he ripped off some seemingly long runs, but when you look at it, his long was actually 12 yards. Uh, again, nine carries for 27 for a three average, um, you know, which is which is fine, considering that Aaron Jones went uh, nine carries, 41 yards for 4.6. AJ Dillon was used a lot in this game, and I think it sort of really highlighted how there's a real difference there between AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. And I know that's obvious body type, how they're used in the game. But when Aaron Jones went out with the hamstring injury and they leaned on AJ Dillon, he just couldn't get things going. You know, 13 carries, 19 yards, 1.5 average, which is pretty small. Now, a lot of that stuff's going to be skewed because at the end of the game, they were just using him to chunk out those yards um, at the very end. So it'd do him a disservice to sort of look too deeply into it. Uh, but look, I thought special teams was great on air end. I think, uh, you know, we ran back a, a punt return, which for Packers is kind of, you know, flabbergasting. Uh, I think the young lads did great on the punting and the kicking. And special teams got after it. You know, they gunned down there and did it. And again, what did what killed the Bears too? Penalties. You know, I mean, this is what we sort of highlighted in the preview show as well, that the Bears... Um, gave up far too many penalties in key situations um, which really stung for them but again the Packers were not shy of that themselves but we just kind of used the penalties against the Bears I guess 
um, because the, the Packers had nine penalties for 90 yards, whereas the Bears had seven uh, for 61. And a, a, a chunk of that came on one play in particular, which I think pushed them back to first and 20. But as the first game in the Jordan Love era goes, I think we can all be super happy about it. But I want to know what you guys think, because this is my instant reaction straight after the game. There's going to be loads of articles to read. Uh, there's going to be loads of stats to come out and box scores and analysis and video breakdowns and everything else. And I'd love to hear what you have to say. I really, really would. So email us, uh, send us a Twitter, even if it's a random one, uh, get onto Facebook and let's all discuss it. And of course, there's that Discord that we have as well. Um, if you need the link to that, you can always hit me up or just search UK Packers on Discord and it'll act as a little form and get in there. But for the first time in a very long time, I found that this was a fun game because the expectation was unknown, I guess, and it's always high in Green Bay. But I found that with the Aaron Rodgers era, it was always just that you were expected to get the win. Of course you were going to win. It's Aaron Rodgers. If you don't get the win, you're letting Aaron Rodgers down, for God's sake. I mean, you're, you're wasting his potential. The team has gone from wasting one person's potential. Um, and I have a lot of love for Aaron Rodgers. He was a fantastic quarterback for us. Um, and his jersey will be retired and he'll go first ball of Hall of Famer and all of that. But the, obviously the year is over now. Um, and to go into a game expecting to do well but not really knowing what we have it just brings that fire back into being a Green Bay Packer fan I think and finally dispels the narrative of oh well we never gave him a first round wide receiver oh we're wasting his talent now it's not about us serving Aaron Rodgers anymore it's about the whole team coming together um, and I think that's really special and I'm really excited to be a fan now and it's not always going to be this way and I understand that that game two might be a nightmare and game three might be a nightmare but I just think that all of the facets of the team that needed to improve and do well and hold their own they did that Aaron Jones looked great Romeo Dobbs looked great the defense looked great special teams looked great so it's a really really good first game and crucially it was a division game so it's a game against the Bears uh, we had to face the prospect and the reality then that the Lions went on to beat the Chiefs, who arguably went on to beat themselves. Uh, cough, low light reel from, from Tony. But we were already playing catch-up if we fell behind uh, because of, with it being a divisional game. So I just think that this is a valuable win. The fact that the Vikings lost and obviously we beat the Bears, which puts us on par with the Lions. Um, so it's just really good news all around. We should be very happy with where we are. Will we replicate it going forward in the season? Well, hey, that's for us all to find out. But anyway, jump on the forums, jump on the website, uh, get onto Instagram and let's all have a chat about it. But we are starting off the season fantastic. So proud of Jordan Love for doing what he did. Fair play to Matt LaFleur for putting him in that position. It was a little bit disjointed, but we did it, guys. So it's a big go pack go from me and I'll be back later in the week with the preview show.